Coming up on today's podcast, we're going to look at some bad dating profiles, some bad dating profile pictures with my friend Maria. Here's a sneak peek of what's ahead. Uh, and then the middle guy is at the dentist with <laughs> the, the bib on. A selfie at the dentist. This I've never seen that before. He's to take a selfie. I, this will be he's literally perfect. in the chair. Maybe he was like, wow, my teeth are really white. I should take this picture before I drink some coffee or red wine. All right. Welcome back to the Frank James podcast. My guest today is my friend, the delightful Maria Filer. Maria is an artist specializing in graphic design and illustration. In fact, she designed the awesome artwork for the t-shirts that I sell on my YouTube channel. That's right. The NFJ we trust and stay cool and attractive shirts, which you can find in a link below. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, you can see what Maria is all about on her Instagram at Maria Filer. That's F is in Foxtrot, I-L-A-R, and her website, MariaFiler.com. There on her Instagram and website, you can find links to her Etsy shop, where you can get original framed artwork by Maria. Also stickers, earrings, mugs. You can even commission her to paint a portrait of your pet. Wow. They're like, honestly, that is a great gift idea. Just putting it, putting it in your mind. I mean, we got Mother's Day coming up. We don't, you don't want to go out to the store, you know what I'm saying? You can also find the link to Maria's 5 Eye Studio where you can get unique t-shirts that she has designed, a couple of which may find their way soon into a Frank James video. You never know. You, you might see it soon. And if you're looking for an artist who you can hire for your own design needs, you can find out how you can hire Maria on her website. Now, Maria has come on the podcast today specifically to talk about the quote-unquote joys of dating especially on the apps. You got to love the apps, you know? Of course, right now, as we're all under quarantine, the dating apps are pretty much the only way to meet new people for the next 90 days or so. So this might be even more relevant than when we originally recorded it. Maria's going to share some of her misadventures in the dating app world, and she has picked up on several hilarious patterns in men's profiles. For example, did you know that lots of guys like to just put a bunch of airport codes in their profile to show where they've traveled. Like, oh man, I went to ORD, that's Chicago. I went to YYZ, that's Toronto. I don't have a personality, I've just been to some airports. I just started going off there. I don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway, this was a really fun podcast to record. I'm happy to finally be releasing it now, and it took me a long time to edit it. So, <laughs> worth the wait? I certainly think so. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Maria, how's it going? It's going great. Did I introduce you like in a accurate way? Artist, yep. designer, illustrator? That's correct. Services for hire. That's absolutely uh, correct. <laughs> and you can find me on Frank's channel. I'm always commenting. She just, is. Just I can't me there. get rid of her. <laughs> so where do, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about dating misadventures, maybe foibles, yep. uh, horror stories, perhaps even. <laughs> That's true. But it's always good to keep ourselves humble and remember that um, it ain't always a bed of roses. Nope. In the dating world. You're being too kind. Some of these stories that you've hinted at, you haven't even told me the whole thing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be disastrous. This is going to make... I guess it make... depends what... I mean, I'm traumatized, so... Yeah. <laughs> and this, I think the, the whole uh, idea for this started, I think, with uh, you sending me some screenshots of yep. some profiles. Uh, <laughs> 
give me give me a little bit of a, a reminder of some of those those profiles you were sending along. The only one I can remember is the the guy that was in the what is, like the bodybuilding competition. Oh yeah, he was and, posing. But he was like he was like bright orange, super shiny, and he had like a skeleton face. And yeah, then I photoshopped Frank's face on it. <laughs> do you still have that but he was he was posing as though he was i do i mean i'm sure that i deleted i burned my phone after that yeah he was like in a show or something yeah because they have bodybuilding competitions like. yeah it's, it's a whole thing but you and know. that's how i was inspired to become a bodybuilder from yep. that photoshop job mm-hmm. of a weird guy on a profile it's taped on your bathroom mirror and you look at it every day Right. And then the other, the last one I remember that you sent me was a guy who was like a poet, entrepreneur, um, a bunch of other stuff, dancer. Oh, the dreadlocks guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I saw his profile like four days in a row and every time it was on a different app and on every app he had different photos. And the one I sent you he had these videos of him doing these weird dances and he was just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was Gyrating. <laughs> but he was like this giant, what was he like? A, I have the photo. Like he was some, like Hagrid basically. Like martial arts person. And he had dread that we don't, it's fine. He, <laughs> he's a 225 pound Serbian beast. Pro right. MMA fighter. There we go. Pro boxer. Artist, model, poet, entrepreneur. He does it all. Yeah, I'm a little worried now that I know he's MMA. What if he hears this and he comes after me? He's like, how dare you Frank? besmirch I'm, my name? I'm going to just take a guess that he's never heard of you before. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Don't MBTI worry enthusiast <laughs> he puts on there. Well, Maybe. you know, if you see him on four, dif- four different apps four days in a row, he's that's sort the, of like a sign. He's on the hunt. And he looks yeah. like a caveman, so he's really on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like the universe saying, this is the one, mm, Maria. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you the type of people I match with later. Okay. And you will see exactly what my type is, and you'll be like, yep. Ah, yeah. I could tell. All right, so Maria, let me know a little bit of backstory here about uh, what you're your dating history might be before we got to the poet entrepreneur <laughs> and the bodybuilder guy. Like what let, what got us to this point? Well, I've had a time with, I have not had much of a time with dating. Actually. I, I was popular with the neighborhood boys when I was five. And then nice. I basically didn't talk to another boy again for 15 <laughs> years. You got so, your, you got like the, uh, you got a peek into the male world and you're like, uh, no, I think it's just, I became really nerdy and people were like, no, I'm not interested in you, but yeah. let's, let's go with but yours. That, at like, the that age better. of five. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember exactly how old, but I'm pretty sure I was in like kindergarten, but yeah. it was innocent. But then the bulk of my dating history is all internet based. I was, right. I was on, you know, MySpace, Live Journal. Were you on Live Journal? I wasn't. wasn't <laughs> no, I wasn't on Live Journal, but I knew people who were. So wait, did you meet people through Live Journal and MySpace? Because I've heard of people. That's the who only met way because everyone in my town sucked and I didn't like anyone and no one liked me. So well, I, how do you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you meet someone? Like in MySpace, I guess it's sort of. 
I don't even remember, Ex- honestly. There but were Live these- Journal, how do you Okay, this is I'm embarrassed to even talk about this, but Live yeah. Journal had this like these communities and they were oh god, this is so bad. They were rating communities and it was basically people that were part of this community and you had to apply to join and you would have to fill out like a questionnaire and post photos. And then everyone in the comments would vote yes or no if you were like cute or cool enough to be part of the community. Ah. (laughs) It's really bad. Did you apply? Yeah. And I got laughed out of a lot of them. Oh, no. I wasn't cool enough, I guess. But I met people through there and, you know, met up with one of them when I was on family vacation in Florida. Oh, wow. So what <laughs> yeah. is this, like middle school, high school? This was senior year of high school. So I basically uh-huh. was just like, well, everyone in my town is the worst, and I hate everyone in my high school, so I'm just going to be emo on the internet and post angsty photos. Yeah. And hopefully- Sounds like you're a little emo <laughs> in real life, too, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you know anything about uh, being emo, Frank? It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, so. I've been there, you know. Yeah. So then in college, I continued to meet people. I think I switched to MySpace at this point, And I don't even remember how you meet people on MySpace, but I did. I mean, it was sort of the same mechanic as Facebook, I think, where... <sighs> kind of, you, yeah. You, you just got your... You made friends with your friends. And, right. But, the, you know, Facebook is different because everyone has to use their real name in MySpace. You yeah, didn't, MySpace so was like... The X, Wild X, West. X. Blah, 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 yeah. like some hardcore username that was just so cringeworthy looking back. That's why but. MySpace was the best, <laughs> man. Yeah. I had my wallpaper on MySpace was like a picture of Kurt Cobain over and over again, <laughs> like t- tiled across. Yep. Yeah. I, I like learned HTML on MySpace and LiveJournal. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's what was great about it. It's so customizable. And Facebook, the kids today, they don't know nothing. Uh, they don't know how to customize things. No, they know way more than me, actually. <laughs> Just not on Facebook. But so that happened. And then my longest relationship started the last semester when I was in college. And I basically asked him out, you know. Okay, so you went you went for it. I went for it because I have to do everything, I guess. And, right. <laughs> and we were together until August of 2017. So that's my history. That was a fairly long one. Yep. Yeah, so basically my relationship ended and I was kind of curious and excited about the prospect of um, app-based dating because it wasn't a thing when I was in a relationship. Right. So I was like, oh, this right, is going right, to be yeah. great. I'm going to meet so many people. Except the problem was I was 30 and everyone was terrible. And <laughs> <laughs> I quickly, my bubble quickly burst that it wasn't going to be the fun adventure that I thought it was. So now, yeah. we're, now we're here. I have some horror stories. I have lots of examples and advice of what people should not do oh yeah those and are the I'm best gonna be a little like, mean about it so yeah so we sorry, th- i everybody. think that's what i'm <laughs> i'm really looking forward to that because i have seen some doozies it's like i haven't really seen profiles that are total disasters but i've seen a lot of them that have the same small mistakes that make them all just blend into the big boring you know masses you know well, what i'm saying so i have that plus all the weird stuff so yeah double the fun well what's your dating history frank that's a good question you don't have to be specific obviously yeah 
because uh, people know who you are and you have to yeah i have i have to watch my watch myself yeah well i never really had <laughs> like a real girlfriend till i was 21 or so and yep, that that's was, how old I was senior year in college yeah mm -hmm. um but i had my first kiss when i was like 15 because there was a girl in a play I was in in high school who, for some reason, decided she liked me. What <laughs> happened was she was a freshman who was dating a senior. And this guy, for some reason, gave up touching girls for Lent. What? Like, I don't. <laughs> and so then she, you know, started looking over at me like, oh, he, oh, he didn't give up touching God. girls for Lent. <laughs> um, but that wasn't really like... <laughs> I, we didn't date or anything. It was just like, I like I, I was almost, sometimes you look back on life and you're like, was I brain damaged? Like, <laughs> I don't even remember what I did or if I was aware of what was happening. But uh, yeah, she kissed me and, but we never like went out or anything. And then like a couple weeks later, it was like, it never happened. So <laughs> touching yeah. girls for Lent, that's a great band name. Touching girls for Lent. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, I've you know had some relationships since I was 21, and uh, the longest of which was five and a half years, and that was probably the most stable of them. I mean, obviously, since it was so long. <laughs> it's the worst five uh, years of yeah. my life. <laughs> and after that one, yeah, that was when the apps were... That was 2016, so apps were a bigger thing then. And uh, I was like, I'll go for it. Why not? Because now that I'm not in school anymore, I have no way to meet people except through here or to like, you know, go outside my comfort zone and, you know, join a club or something or take a class. Well, that's the other thing is it's like they're like, do something you like, like take it's like. But if I were to say take a uh, a fitness class or something with the thought that, oh, maybe I'll meet someone within 30 seconds of the first class, I'll know if I'm interested in anyone. <laughs> and if there's no one there, I'll be like, well, this is a waste of my time. That's, you know, spirit. That I've signed up spirit. for the six week class. Well, and then you'll be in shape and it'll be great. Well, that's true. I mean, that's why they say do something that you would do anyway. But the thing is, yeah, I wouldn't well, do anything. The things so. that I do anyway are very female based. Like I volunteer and that's co-ed, but there's never anyone good. But. <laughs> it's like you say that really loudly, like <laughs> under your breath, but everyone can hear. There's never anyone good here. It's like, true whoa. though. Everyone's freaking married. They're all taken. Yeah. I don't know. Some, it's like, I got to watch what I say or it's I'm going to expose like my, my uh, very personal observations. Well, about guess things, what, but Frank? Like, You're the one editing this, so... That's true. You can so I can cut just, anything you want. This is like a very short podcast. <laughs> you like hear things cut out in the middle of sentences. But yeah, it's like there. It's weird because when you get to around thirty, and this might be a good topic to look at, is like what is it like the dating pool in your thirties and everything? Because on the one hand, you get it's like oh everyone's married, but you also get people who got married too young and are now divorced yep. and. You also get people who are in long relationships that started when they were in their early 20s and then ended. Mm -hmm. And then you but then you also get the people who, who never grew who up are like us. And it's like they never uh, they never managed to find. See, that's the thing is it's like I you judge people inherently for being in the same position you are without realizing, oh, I'm here, too, you know. <laughs> Oh, it's I'm, like when I see I'm someone well else. 
when I see someone on multiple apps, I'm like, what are you doing on multiple apps? And I'm like, wait a second, I'm on yeah. multiple apps. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, yeah. even though we, we both know that it's pointless and it's not working. But you have to try anyway. <laughs> Hashtag you never know. not working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they always say it's a numbers game, which is fairly true. I mean, if you look at dating apps more like it's just to facilitate meeting people and it's not so much trying to help you make a decision of, on if anyone's a good match that well, yeah. is a better way i think of looking at it but what kind of what kind of people are you seeing in the dating pool now that we are uh aged in our 30s um well like you were saying there's kind of two categories there's a lot of doctors that are like oops i was in med school for however many years you go to med school and i realized that i forgot to date and that's their like oh, jokey, yeah. jokey tagline and there's a lot of people like bartenders that's the thing it's like either everyone that i match with is either in the service industry or some job where they're like i get off work at 10 you want to meet up after that and i'm like no i go to bed at like 10 30 <laughs> <laughs> and then you know like divorcees people with kids like yeah lots of i live in chicago and there's a lot of finance bros here and like nothing against finance bros but that's just not my jam so there's not a lot of my type of person on these apps so it's it's frustrating yeah well what would be your type of person artsy emo boy next door (laughs) (laughs) gator boy someone that's not basic or like a truck driver yeah like, have you dated all of these types that you've just yeah, thrown out there? I, like the bar- well, not yeah. all of them. Well, my l- most recent date was with a guy, a bartender guy. Um, yeah. But no, well, because the type of guy I like isn't really on the app, so I have to start settling. <laughs> That's a bad word. Because like, <laughs> well, well, no, because I mean, to me, it's like, like okay, fine. I need to just give people a chance. But then I go on a date yeah. and like, yeah, we have nothing in common. This is boring because you're not interesting to me. yeah because sometimes people can have that other layer it's like yeah on the surface on an app you see one thing about them and then it's like oh you actually have this other thing but Um, in my experience i've been on enough where (laughs) i'm realizing that yeah usually my intuition is correct so have you ever been surprised by anyone where you're like ah, this guy isn't anyone that i would like and then you're like oh wait a second we get along do I have a boyfriend now, Frank? No. <laughs> well, maybe he was, maybe you thought that and he was maybe. like, uh. No, no, everyone, I'm just like, this was fine, I guess. Like, I had a good time, I guess. If he, if he asked me out again, I'd say yes, but they never do. And I just feel nothing. So, yeah. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so maybe much. I can, I can lay in some uh, violin music <laughs> under some of these parts. Yes. Please <laughs> make people feel bad. Yeah. It, it's kind of interesting because some of the people who have more baggage, on the one hand, it's like, uh, I don't want to deal with the baggage. But then it's also people who have been through more crap sometimes are more mature. They have it together more, you know. Have you yeah. have you seen that too? Or is it or do you just see people who are still like some people can get in back into the dating pool way too fast and those people you want to kind of like be wary of. But Yeah. Well, um, my friend Andrew, he actually was one of the first people I met up with and he's one of my closest friends now. So sometimes things yeah. work out, but like our date was just talking about like weird stuff. And he, he was raised in like a really conservative ultra churchy family and he was homeschooled. 
So I was just uh-huh. asking him questions about that and it was really interesting and we were just like joking around and it was great. So it can happen. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing is that uh, if you kind of open up your expectations out of the app to be like, you know, this person could be a friend or I could, they might, you know, if we stay on friendly terms, they might have a friend who they could set me up with that kind of thing where it's almost like networking more than it is dating in some ways, which is for some that, that prospect for me is like really exhausting. Like, but well, I can if see they how had someone for you, you would know already. They'd tell you about it. Well, I guess not new people, like, but like friends and stuff. It's like, if, yeah. my, if my friends had a guy for me, I would hope that they would have told me by now. They're not right. just like well, holding out. <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know because sometimes they, yeah, some people are like, oh, I never really thought about you two. But well, like no. I I went on a coffee date with someone once and she was like, yeah, I don't want to go out again. And I was like, okay. And then like a few <laughs> weeks later, a few weeks later, she was like, hey, I have a friend that, you know, you might get along with. I was like, okay. And Did went you? out with her a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, it didn't ultimately work out, but it was that was an instance where there was that, oh. you know, building of a connection and just, I think, going into it more open and staying on good terms with people is a good thing so that uh, on the off chance that those opportunities present themselves, I mean, it, I feel like in general in life, whether it's dating or work or anything, the more people you can be even the the tiniest bit connected to and leave a good impression, the better, because you never know when someone's going to come out of nowhere and help you out. You know what I mean? No, nah, dude, I burn all my bridges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which no, I, think, I get what uh, you're saying. It's never happened. Yeah, anymore. yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's a common thing, but it, it's one of those things that you set up just in case. You know? <laughs> Is it me? That's oh. what we have writ- written down next. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to put this in here because somebody... I think it was a live stream. Somebody was somebody in the comments was talking about RBF and you're like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, oh, he doesn't know what RBF is. We need to talk about this. Well, I know <laughs> I, I know what it is. I just sometimes when I see the acronym, I, it's, okay. you know, well, I get, haven't seen. Get with the times. Yeah. yeah. Resting B face. Yeah, yep. I get it. <laughs> So I have it and, <laughs> and I can't do anything about it. And I don't know what else to say. I don't know if I was always like this or if it's like um, a defense mechanism for just, you know, I was, I mentioned before I was a little nerdy growing up and I got made fun of and I had some not fun times. So I don't know if I kind of developed this look on my face as like an unapproachable defense mechanism or what, but I've had people like my friends be like, stop crossing your arms. You look mad. <laughs> just, I'm just standing here. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm not mad. So I think yeah. no one ever approaches me like when I'm out. Yeah. I've, I've never been like asked out or no one's ever approached me to ask if they can buy me a drink. And I think it's my RBF. I don't know. But, you know, it's not a bad thing because I don't really want to be bothered. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Yeah. No, I get you. It's like you you wonder if you're giving a red light to everyone. And I probably have been a lot of times, but but who like stands around with like a weird smile on their face? That's not natural. I you know, yeah, I, I think, can't help the way. That well, I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, I I think that my face is just generally kind of blank. 
you know, so maybe I have just like resting. Confused face? Confused What's face going or something on? like that. So like when I, I try to, uh, conf- a spaced out face maybe, I try to like bring attention to like, like be very present when I'm looking around so that I'm, I'm like aware of how I'm presenting myself and I'll like catch, it's very difficult. I found like you catch yourself, you're like, oh, look at my posture. What is going on here? And <laughs> hunchback. Yeah. Sometimes you have to like it's it's so it sounds so weird and like artificial, but sometimes you just have to be like, this is the pose that I should be in to like look more open. And this I feel like I look like a ding dong bell, but <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. But you can also, you know, I feel like you can also take the RBF and kind of like uh, channel it into like an intense kind of smoldering stare stare. Yeah. (laughs) A sultry look. It's funny though, because like in the past few years, I feel like I've become way more open and outgoing to the point where I'll try to strike up conversations with people in public because I work from home and I don't get out much. And I feel like I get weird looks from people when I try to talk to them. They're like, why is this girl talking to me? I don't want to talk. So I can't can't win, basically. (laughs) I'm either like too too. (laughs) scary and unfriendly or people are like, don't, I don't want to make conversation with you. Leave me alone. And I'm just trying to ask the barista about a funny thing. I don't know. Somebody please just talk to me. Yeah, because you never know when you're getting getting those people because there will be time. Like sometimes when people, strangers talk to me, I will kind of react short because I've been having, you know, because they're just, to me, they are just one more person coming along bothering me at that moment. <laughs> but if I'm in a good mood, then, you know, it's yeah. different. Or maybe they so, see my RBF and then they're so confused when I'm like being talkative yeah. and friendly that they're just like, What's happening right now? I don't. Yeah. Is she, is she like messing with me? Yes. <laughs> Am I on TV? She's just the, being a jerk. Yeah. It's funny because there's, I think there's a lot of trying to read intent that happens a lot. And it's like we assume that if anyone talks to us, if they're not like way over the top happy looking, that they must be, they hate me. something must be wrong. Yeah. So. It's yeah. difficult sometimes to, uh, I mean, I tend to be pretty open when people talk to me, but I, yeah, I've seen that too. When I'll, when I'll try to be friendly with someone and they just like kind of shut down and I'm like, guess you're having a bad day or something. <laughs> or maybe, maybe they think, you know, sometimes I'll just try to practice talking to people to see how long I can draw it out. And maybe <laughs> they, maybe they think I'm coming on to them or something. It's like, no, I just, you know, wanted to, it's a social experiment. <laughs> I don't actually want to talk to you. I'm just seeing if I can do this. Maybe they saw through that. They're like, you don't really want to talk to me. See right through you. Yeah. I don't know. Just small things that you realize, especially when you're in a position where you see a lot of people. I, f- I don't know what that when the last time I would do that. When you saw when, a lot when of When I've people? done that would be. <laughs> like if you're in a, if you're in a, like a cashier situation oh. where you see a ton of people who come through. Oh. A lot of people don't even make eye contact, you know, like there's almost no connection. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I used to work retail. I like talking to customers because it's boring. You need to yeah. do something. Anyway, yeah, yeah I get I'm either unapproachable or people are like, you're being too in my face. Get away from me. So I'm not really sure what to do. Just trying to be myself over here. Well, should we do like a... <laughs> Like a role playing thing where I'll be a stranger. <laughs> no. And you. Oh, okay. It's not going to work. It's got to be natural. I was trying to think. 
I was trying to think what would Matthew Hussey do. And so he, <laughs> I he, started <laughs> watching him after you mentioned him. Yeah, I love him. He's one of my Matthew, man crushes. He's so helpful. What you've got to do <laughs> if you want to get the guy. He is 100% that was a terrible just Daniel accident. Radcliffe. Yeah, like. he looks just like Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is interesting because a lot of times when I talk to women, they will react in such a way where it's like they seem creeped out by me and I wonder if they just have RBF. Creeped out? What do you, you know? mean though? Like they're just like, you know, kind of give you this yeah. They kind of give you the side eye. They're, they kind of like act like why are you talking to me? Huh. And it's not like I'm saying it's not like I'm doing anything weird. It's not like I'm, you know, using a pickup line. Yeah, but you're also very self aware, like to, to yeah, a point like where you overthink a- things. That's probably not happening. And then it's like you play back and it's like, <laughs> eh, eh, hey, <laughs> like I have brain damage yeah. or something. Well, you know, you got to try. I don't know. But yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know because like if you approach me, I'm sure. I don't know. Who knows? You'd probably back creeped out too. <laughs> the, the, but what I found though is that there are there are certain people who are attracted to people who are like look like a tough cookie. You yeah, know? like assertive. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> That's not my. Yeah. Type. So if so if you like are the the quiet brooding person in the corner, there will be someone at some point who likes that and will come over to investigate. Yeah, that would be my type. It's just not going to happen as <laughs> often as if you're... neither of you will make the move, so you're both just brooding in opposite <laughs> corners. <laughs> like you're at a school dance. Do you look at me? I think you just looked at me. I go back and forth with when I'm on the apps and I see a profile that I'm just like, what is this? I feel a little yeah. bad taking a screenshot, but I'm also like, no, I'm going to take this screenshot because my friends will appreciate it. And if I don't laugh, I'll cry. So yeah. <laughs> I put together like a little presentation of some of common photo blunders that right. guys just need to not do. Right. But this will this makes for great radio. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I'll be sure to describe exactly what's going on so that you listeners at home know what we're looking up. <laughs> All right, go All right ahead. so should I go to the first page? Okay. Yep. Ooh. All right, so we're going to the novice. All right, so what so what Maria did was she took different guys who were making the same mistake and she categorized them. I love this. This is some uh, this is like some uh And these are just like in- the the big like there's a lot more, but Yeah. I don't want people to think that I'm a terrible person, so I had yeah. to How intuitive kinda- of you. <laughs> Uh, so the first one is the novice. Stare straight into the sun or conduct a photo shoot in a dark closet. There is no in-between. And so on the left, we have a guy who looks like he's taking a selfie like on the canals of Amsterdam, but he's looking straight into the sun. So his eyes are basically closed. He's got the grimace. Right, yeah. He looks like, he's like, oh, this hurts. I can't keep my eyes open. And then the other guy is looks like he's in a dark room, like he's in his bathroom with the lights off or something, uh, and he's holding up the phone. So you, it's like a mirror selfie where you can see the phone. Mm-hmm. Both terrible pictures. I mean, the guy in, and the Amsterdam guy, the framing of his head is really bad. The head is in the <laughs> bottom of the frame. So it's just like his chin is at the bottom of the photo. Not a good look. 
Agreed. Um, guys who are listening, we're giving you solid advice. Girls too. I'll let you know if I see one that I haven't seen with a woman. So yeah. Well, there's some very yeah. male specific ones which you'll see, but yeah, like shirtless is probably not you'll one that women just, will you do. Know, well, hopefully. Well, <laughs> uh, all right. So well, moving on to the next one, the crop and zoom group photo, no problem. Just crop and zoom until your face is just one giant pixel. Yeah, these people, uh, so it looks like it was taken with like a Motorola razor. And uh, you can tell it's a group shot that was cropped in and it looks pixelated to heck. And uh, we see three different guys here who have that going on. Crop out your family. It's like, (laughs) crop out your high school reunion. Yeah, I just don't, I also don't get it. What I see with people a lot with the ladies is they'll crop it and they're clearly standing with like their ex-boyfriend <laughs> or oh, something. Oh, the guys don't even edit the girls out. They leave it in because they want you to know that they know hot girls. Yeah. Well, you see that <laughs> you see that also with with women, but a lot of times you see the crop with the boyfriend there. I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe it's or her like brother. Or like the emoji but... over the face. Yeah. I think that I feel like that's weird, especially when it's other like your whole family or something. It's like, <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? That's really like, the only photo you can find. Come on. Yeah. Well, no, they always um, put a disclaimer. Not my, it's my sister in that photo. Yeah. I, I was worried. Thank you. You, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like when I see a woman who's with a guy in a photo and she doesn't say who it is, I'll just skip it entirely because I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't, this is, yeah. a, is this a power move you're trying to pull? <laughs> like, if you say, if you say it's your brother, and I can tell there's a family resemblance. I'll be like, all right. But then you're st- it's still a power move. It's saying this is my brother who's going to beat you up <laughs> if you try anything, you know? Don't get fresh. All right. All right. Next one. Oh, it's my, my boy, the <laughs> orange-chested guy. The beefcake. Yes, I see your muzzle- muzzles. I see your muscles, Kevin. <laughs> and we have three different guys. Two of them are shirtless posing, flexing, and the other guy has his shirt on, but he's at the gym with his muscly biceps. Look at his veiny biceps. What his bio says. Bike, books, gym, and travel. He's <laughs> got it all. You need to know. Yeah. He looks like he was working out really hard. He's got those veins. I think gym photos in general should be avoided unless you're like, unless that's your job, maybe. Yeah. Like it's something that really, I don't know. Maybe. Well, there's a lot of guys that they'll be like sitting on the edge of a bench and they're taking a photo in the mirror and it's a crappy photo. You can't yeah. see anything. It's like bad lighting and it's blurry and it's like, okay, hey, you work out. That's fine. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I think if you take a gym photo, it should be sort of just like, hey, I'm at the gym, rather like a nice picture of you that shows what you look like, not one of you like doing squats or, <laughs> you know, like on the lat machine. Well, the thing, because- like I picked guys that were very muscular just because right these, but like there's so many dudes that are just like regular and they have <laughs> blurry gym photos. It's like, okay. They're pudgy and they have gym photos. <laughs> Like that did you, inc- you, I guess. Did you include us a, a category of guys running marathons? No, that wasn't funny right. enough to me. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, I see all the time. There, but it's not. I try to go for the funny ones. Yeah, I feel like here's a big tip for everyone out there. The photos are supposed to show 
that you are attractive first and foremost. Not what you do a lot of, in your you, life. Not what you do, not the story of your life, not where you've been. So when you take a photo of you running a marathon, you usually look about as ugly as you possibly could. Plus there's like so, so many people in the photos. So you're like, okay, who am I yeah. looking at here? I don't feel like figuring this out. Yeah. So don't skip the marathon photo unless it's like at the end and you look really and you good. Won. And you won. Yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, skip it. I don't care. Okay, next we got the <laughs> macho man. I see that you are a real man and you like doing man things. And on <laughs> in one photo, we have a guy in a, a sleeveless t-shirt holding up a trout or something, <laughs> some kind of fish. I don't know if it's a trout because um, he caught it. And then Daniel is shooting a handgun at the range. And he both of these guys are very muscular. <laughs> uh, they, they work out. For sure. And uh, yeah. You know, I just want to point something out. This is mostly just in fun. Like, I'm sure there are people out there that are into this and I'm not judging you. Just want to make that clear. (laughs) Well, the thing, one of the things though is once you start to see multiple people follow a trend, then it becomes humorous because you're like, I can just predict that I'm going to see this again. Well, I think a lot of it too is just guys are so clueless. They're like, this is good. <laughs> it's like, no, it's yeah. not. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, well, because like the picture of the guy at the gun range, it's not lit well. I have no like, idea what, what he trying, looks like. He's like, I'm intimidating. All like, it, I'm powerful. All, it's clearly a power move. All Yeah. All I can tell is you like guns and you're in shape basically and you know that's a fish guy yeah fish guy is not quite as egregious but he's got the hat is in his eyes and his face is red and from the sun i'm guessing it's not the most flattering picture and the story it really tells is i've got good arms and i like fishing (laughs) you and everyone else dude i don't know if you have this in here i really don't like it when i'm scrolling through and a picture is them holding up like a dead deer that they shot Uh, or does that happen a lot to you yeah i've seen at least yeah i've seen uh a handful of women who do that or they'll have like a bunch of dead ducks slung over their shoulder (laughs) yeah i haven't really seen that but last last summer two summers ago so many people had photos of them like in Thailand or something with a clearly tranquilized tiger. Ah. Like dozens per day. And I don't see that as much Weird. anymore. Maybe people are realizing that that's not cool. Not but a few years enough. ago, like every five profiles was some dude in a tank top posing <laughs> with a tiger in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and it just comes back to like, I think. If if someone wants to hunt, I think that's cool. If that's something you enjoy doing, but it, you're not like looking your best in a hunting photo, and it's just jarring. Yeah, to but see, if they're oh, looking for a hunting dude, then. Well, that's true. Like I, sometimes people do those things. Like my real match will love this photo no matter what, and it's like actually not, <laughs> maybe not. You know. Well, I guess we'll never yeah, know. This, yeah. All right, so now we have the douchey dude. Do you even rave, bro? And uh, these guys, these these are like the hipster doofuses. Uh, the guys with the... Uh, V-necks, one, the deep Vs. The deep Vs, the backwards ball cap, and they're like 
at a party with a bunch of people and they're laying all over each other. Who is even the <laughs> subject of the photo? In the middle one? I think it's the guy in the white hat, but I honestly don't even know. Right. And then we have a guy in sunglasses kissing his dog. But he's got like those wholesome. gross, no, he's got the gross like duck lips. Yeah. And it, they look chapped also, which is it's just not attractive. <laughs> it looks like something I'm not going to say, but it doesn't look it... <laughs> Yeah. Know. I know. Yeah. And the guy on the left, his... The lighting is weird because it's coming up from the floor. It's like, like up Like at a lighting. haunted campfire. Yeah, shooting right between his legs, basically. But then so I thought that was bad, but then I looked closer and then I saw his hand and then I was like, yep, this is even worse. Oh, yeah, he's like doing like a peace sign kind of thing, <laughs> flashing the gang sign. Yeah. Those guys just look too intense for me. And then uh, next we have The Strange. I don't even know what to think. So we have a few interesting photos. These are like the guys who I think, on the one hand, I respect them because they're trying something different, you know? Well, no. So the guy on the left, he pops up on every app and he's constantly getting banned. And I've, ah. I've, I've tried to like look up what his deal is because, so it's this guy in all his photos is him with a life-size doll, like doing things. Like yeah. the, one that, the one that I have here, they're both in bathrobes and he's eating grapes. Yeah. And like he's got all his photos are like he's pushing her around in a wheelchair. Like I just don't know what's going on. Like is it an art project? Does he really This guy's got he's he's got to be a performance artist. That's the I, only yeah. thing that makes sense. And, like, to me. I tried to look him up on Instagram cuz he put his Insta in there, but it's private and I don't care enough what's to actually point? follow <laughs> because it's probably got yeah. weird stuff in it i don't know oh but i mean just... what's the point in him making it private if he's gonna post it yeah that's true i mean i swiped on him just to see if we, like if we'd match yeah. i'd be like what is going on here but he didn't match with me so i'll never know oh it's too bad <laughs> uh and then the middle guy is at the dentist with <laughs> the the bib on a selfie at the dentist. This I've never seen that before. He's take a selfie. I, this will be he's literally perfect. in the chair. Maybe he was like, wow, my teeth are really white. I should take this picture before I drink some coffee or red wine. Oh, God. And then the guy on the right is in a fedora and sunglasses and is smoking a ciggy. Read the, last, read the last line. My first love is my chinchilla. That's weird. What See, I is think happening? I think guys, I mean, anyone can do this, but people are like, I'm just going to put it all out there. I'm going to show that I'm, I'm, I'm quirky, but it's like that you can't, the quirkiness doesn't work. <laughs> if you don't know the pure strangers. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah the quirk, quirkiness is something you pull out like after you've gotten the a date or two, you know, yeah, there's no so that the person, right. So the person kind of knows that you're, you can be normal, but then you also have a goofy side, but if and they just, just see the goofy side first, they assume, yeah, they just assume <laughs> that you have a disorder. <laughs> uh, plus okay, the next we in have, general are just not, not the best look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next we have the shirtless mystery. This does not make me want to get with you. Bonus points if the face is covered or cut off. Yeah, I've seen these too uh, with guys. The guys who are taking the shirtless. So the one guy on the left, his head is cut off. It's a it's a mirror selfie. And it says, and so we just see- just looking for fun. If you are too, let's chat and see where things go. 
Who's so we can't see his that? face. Yeah, we just Does see his abs. They must be. I don't. And uh, the guy on the right is standing there without a shirt, but you see you see his whole body. He's got pants on, and he's standing in front of his Christmas tree. Wait, look to the left. And there's like a there's a Santa. It's an elf on a shelf. Elf on the shelf, (laughs) I guess that his kids put there. Um, I should have looked to see if he had kids, because if he doesn't, then that's even better. That guy is 35. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing. People lie about their age. There's so many dudes that say they're like 37, and they're clearly 46. Yeah, I feel a lot of people are like. Why should I have to give my real age? They wouldn't know my real age if they, we met in person. Um, judging like, by your uh, photo, yes, I would. You could Not lie maybe a everyone. year and get away with it, but... I don't... Well, that's just to be creepy because old guys want to creep on younger girls. So they make their age even... Anyway, tangent. Cut that out. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> Don't hate... <laughs> Uh, next we have, there's only one guy, but I assume you see this a lot. The sleeping selfie. You literally look like you're in a casket. And he does. This guy is taking a selfie. His eyes are closed. It's from like below the chin. And he's like, he's on a couch, but it looks like he's in a casket, basically. (laughs) Uh. And he's a Sagittarius. So, my man. Yep. Uh, next up we have the serial killer. Have I seen your mugshot before? <laughs> um, we've got uh, guys doing, <laughs> yeah. These basically these are very intense <laughs> selfies that look like mugshots or um, you know the kind of picture you'd see on the news. So yeah, the guy like, on the left, I can't look at his photo without shuddering. Like he disturbs yeah. me. He's a hundred percent murdered someone. Like there's no question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're all just like staring vacantly into the camera, and uh, the guy on the the middle just the the middle guy looks like that's a prison shot. Like, <laughs> I'm friendly. Uh, a 32 year old man was arrested today for uh, loitering at an elementary school playground, and uh, the guy on the right looks very uh, intense, like he's he's trying to stare through the screen. Well, he's, get into he's completely bald, and it's like a, a car shot where the sun is he's like blowing out his face. Icy blue eyes. Also, he was he's a cop, so yeah. he took like I just think that's not appropriate. Taking so, selfies in your cop car, your, like I don't know. Yeah. Like, and it's but, so blown out that his face looks just white, like but literally with white, his, like creepy demon eyes. <laughs> yeah, not the greatest. Car selfie, extra points if the lighting is so blown out you can't make out facial features. <laughs> so that last guy could be either one, really. Yeah, but he's um, a murderer, absolutely, for sure. So I put him in the murderer. And the car selfie is a big one that I see with the women, too. It's, like, ubiquitous. Everyone has them. Although the women seem to be able to do it a little bit better, but it is kind of, like, all these guys, the angle's bad, the lighting's bad. Why? Why would you yeah. do this? Can you can you read to me the third one, please? <laughs> I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Past tense. <laughs> what movie? Question mark. <laughs> I guess that's a conversation starter. I'll make and I'll make M an offer like E M. He can't. I'll refused. make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> I guess that's the uh, wow. Uh, yeah, those were those are pretty bad. So, do you have anything to add? 
for what girls shouldn't uh, do? Here's what I would say is that in general, don't put more photos than you need to because your attractiveness will be determined by your worst photo. So even if you have three pictures where you look like an absolute 10 out of 10 supermodel, if you then put a fourth picture where you look dreadful, that's the picture that I'm going to think that's what you look like usually. <laughs> even if wow, even if I can shallow. tell, that's what, I mean, it's true though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all shallow. <clears throat> well, that, that's the thing about the apps is that it sets you up for well, that. Yeah, so it's like, don't try to do for. too yeah, so don't try to do too much. Try to get into, uh, you know, just get nice pictures. Like I, if I can get a general sense of the average of how someone looks, that's what it is. When you see these outliers of someone looking really bad, you're like, well, what do they look like? Exactly. You know? And that's why all these examples are so frustrating because it's like, you really think your best face forward is this photo where you look like you're in a police station getting your right. shot taken like that's the best you that's, have that's the other part of it is i start to think is this person dumb like why would they look at this photo and say this is what i want to put out into the yeah. world so it's like almost the other side of it is not even shallow it's like this person must not be very intelligent if this is the kind of photo they think is good we're just too artistic for our own good yeah that's the thing <laughs> is that i look at it as a very uh, artistic endeavor the other thing is I've seen some women who every photo they have the exact same pose or smile oh. and it's it seems really weird like yeah this they is have a camera know. pose yeah and they only do that and it's weird because it's like all these different scenarios they're like by themselves yeah. or with their family they're with their friends in the club <laughs> and it's the exact same angle somehow yeah. exact same pose and it's like, okay, I know how that exact angle looks of you, but nothing else. Yeah, that's interesting you say that because like I recently realized that I don't do I don't do it like to that level, but I definitely have a side of my face that I prefer. And I definitely mm -hmm. like I was just looking back and like, oh, my photos have the same side of my face showing. Yeah. Because so, that's like that's the side that looks better. So trying to keep that in mind. Everybody. And another one, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I understand why people do it accidentally, but, uh, but it's not like the same exact pose where it just looks like a copy paste in every single one. Yeah, sometimes it looks like a Photoshop job almost. But, uh, and then the other thing is like, don't smile in every photo. I think it's good to have, I think it's good to have photos where you're like, you know, doing different faces that, that show like what you look like when you're not smiling full teeth. See, you I have know. the opposite problem. I don't have any full teeth photos. Uh, yeah, I think you need at least one. Because I'm emo. <laughs> um. It's just pictures of you <laughs> flipping off the camera every it's time. It's just me in my apartment with my cats. Like, I'm the stereotype. Let's just put it out there. Everybody knows it. It's fine. Just me and my cats. <laughs> <laughs> so a few more that I just want I listed because I was making this little document and I was having a great time, but I was also like, everyone's going to think I'm a jerk. So I edited myself and I didn't, I didn't make it too long, but I just wrote down a few more that you can probably relate to more because they're like, they're more tame. They're not interesting or funny enough to yeah. take screenshots of, but I see profiles where every photo is a group shot and I'm like, who are you? I'm not gonna oh, yeah. why I'm not gonna that, bother I, yeah <laughs> it's like I literally don't know who you are you why would you just when it's the first photo yeah 
wearing sunglasses. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she looked like. Um, it makes me, when someone wears sunglasses in most of their photos, it makes me think they are self-conscious about their eyes. <laughs> well, sunglasses can make you look more attractive than because it's hiding yeah. the way your face looks. But um, yeah. something that guides you, I don't remember where in a documentary or something, it was about dating or something, and they were talking about how the ways that men and women attract each other and like something that men do a lot is they'll shoot their photos from below because it makes them look more powerful and intimidating and women mm-hmm. shoot their photos from above because it makes them look younger. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really interesting because there's so many guys that just take photos where they're clearly like at a party or some social event and they're just like sneaking photos from way down below and it's just like this awful shot of them with like so their weird. double chin looking at a camera <laughs> like yeah that's a great dating app photo this this is gonna look so good on my tinder i'm gonna upload it right now but well, I maybe thought- they were like oh crap i need to put a photo <laughs> quick obviously but i just thought that was interesting like the intimidation thing and like once i learned that i started seeing it constantly yeah oh something that really bothers me because this this is the only thing that bothers me this has been such a positive interview so far (laughs) (laughs) when people post photos of children of them with children that is not acceptable i know you did not get consent to post this child and like, who knows whose kid it is? It could be like your friend's kid or your niece. Did you ask your brother or sister if you could put their kid on a dating app? Probably not. Yeah. I just think that's not cool. I get what they're trying to do. Like, I let kids have that <laughs> soft heart. I'm a nice guy. But it's like, I that's just not appropriate. Don't do that. I don't <laughs> care yeah. that you're hanging I mean, out I think- with a child. <laughs> Yeah, the the times I see it, well, to me, and maybe this is like just uh, me projecting, but when I see a woman like with kids that aren't hers, I'm it's her saying, "I want a bunch of kids <laughs> as soon as possible," yeah. um, which is fine. But it's like yeah. no, it is. I think the other thing is if when there are single parents who put a picture with their That's kid, I think that is not. It's not okay, but at least it's their child and they've consented to it. (laughs) It's like, that's not helping you any if you're a single parent. Like, it's hard enough to date in that situation. You're hoping to match with another single parent, I guess. But should they just make a single parents app? (laughs) Get them out of here. We don't want them. Yeah, but I think it, like, I I don't know. It just, it's hard for me to articulate. I just think it shows that. it I shows just, the other. I just don't think like there should be kids. Be, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I don't think there should be kids either. But especially if <laughs> I was about to say, especially your own kids. If it's other people's kids, who cares? But if it's your kids, no. no, none of the above. That's not okay. No um, and people that pose. This is a, okay. So you you're not on Bumble, right? No. Um, I mean, they're all the same, whatever. But Bumble is when you match. The girl has to message first, right. which I I guess weeds out like some of the gross dudes that you know. Yeah, you've heard the story. Yeah, I've heard like on <laughs> other apps, it's basically just a ton of guys messaging all the girls saying "Hey," you know, or yeah, or worse. But it's basically <laughs> like a bunch of spam. Like I heard, it's like yeah, so very difficult. Um, 
It is funny because you'll see different types of things on different apps. Like Tinder is obviously a lot more people don't care and there's just crappy photos. But like Bumble is more the guy that is trying to get a girlfriend, I think. So there's a lot more of the kid photos and there's a lot of them with like their grandma. Ah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm a nice guy here. I'm with my grandma. Like, you know exactly what they're trying to do when they're posting these photos. Yeah. You're not fooling anybody. (laughs) Right. And that goes back to, like, the whole storytelling element of the photos. It's like, it's really, like, I think the story at most you should tell is, like, I go outside, like, I go out every (laughs) once in a while. Like, I'm not just... my grandma. Yeah, I have a life. Like, you're just (laughs) trying, you're trying to, like, trick people into thinking that you have a, a full life, but you don't want to try to tell really specific stories like, you know. Yeah, I don't care about that. I just want to yeah. know if you're hot. <laughs> like if you're not and <laughs> I don't I'm I don't mm. Is um, she hot? Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the other picture that the photo I see a lot is like the travel picture where it's like uh, the person's Pichu. back. It'll be it doesn't matter where, but it's like the focus yeah. of the picture is the location, and they're we just see the their back and their arms are outstretched, and they're just like I'm in front of the sunset. Yeah, or they're like so small. It's like I you could be anyone. You could have literally taken yeah. a picture of a stranger. Yeah, and it's and uh, I don't. There's no point. You're side not note, showing. Side note to yeah. that, people people in their profiles that put the airport codes with the arrows and there's like 20 airport codes and you're just like are you kidding me i don't care it's like sf arrow uh ord arrow nyc and it's like that's i don't even know what i don't know what you're talking about people naming airport codes to show that they travel like this is where i've been and it's just like a string of airport codes like yeah yeah, oh in the in the written part of the profile yeah yeah yeah. you haven't seen that uh only if it's like they were saying i moved i lived here then i moved here then i moved here how many dudes have like a list of like eight airport codes just places they've been yes i don't even know i've never matched with someone because they're douchey and i don't want to match with them (laughs) okay oh two more that i want to point out photos that i know were taken in 2005 you can just tell everybody knows oh yeah (laughs) this is a fun one that you don't have to deal with is the close the close-up crotch shot where they're wearing sweatpants and they're clearly showing you what they have. And you're just like, <laughs> I don't, Why? I, this is not something that I want to see or care about, but yeah. you know, they think it's important, I guess. I don't know. So I guess the equivalent would sampling. be like, <laughs> yeah, I guess the equivalent would be like the unnecessary cleavage shot, but yeah. But Not who, quite wants, who wants to see just a crotch shot of someone, some dude in sweatpants? Like, do you yeah. know anything about women? <laughs> That's not. <laughs> He's trying to show off his someone, fashion sense. In, someone's in sweating, pants. I guess. I don't know. It's not me, though. Must work for someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. So, yeah, everybody, if you're a dude, don't do any of these things. Just be normal and cool. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Just yeah. Normal. 
Don't be weird. Yeah, the more normal. See, that's the thing is I think people try. It's like I don't want to just blend into the crowd. So then they do like bizarre stuff. And uh, and looking like a serial killer is the way to stand out. I don't. Yeah, you want to look approachable. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the best way. So, yeah. I talked a little bit about the bio, like airport code, yeah. weird, whatever that's all about. But mm-hmm. so I want, I want to hear what's in yours. But I have a feeling there's going to be some overlap, like in partner, terms of partner in crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People who say partner in crime, I'm looking for a partner in crime. See the, and you see this more on the ones where there's a long bio written, like on OK Cupid. Or match or something. Whereas other ones like Hinge, there's no real profile. It's like you answer a few prompts and that's it. So the biggest thing I don't like is when people are negative because negativity is very, it sticks out very much in a dating profile. it, It looks very bitter. Right. Even if you're kind of just hinting at like, I want someone who's like, not a baby you know, or like, <laughs> want someone who isn't a mama's boy it's like okay so you got some issues from your ex i see yeah. or if well, it's like one... i'm don't bother messaging me if you're not six feet tall like i saw that yeah. a lot well and, speaking, uh, okay speaking of that like i would say 75 percent of profiles is dudes typing out their height and then saying because apparently that matters yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently it does. <laughs> and then, then the guys that say their height in heels, like, <laughs> do they? Do you think you're being original? Like, you. That's I, hilarious. No, it's not. I've seen. I mean, maybe, so maybe times. after you see it several. Okay, well, the first time I would have laughed. I would have well, swiped on that guy, and I'd be happy. <laughs> well, you know what? I've seen that probably 150 times, so I don't think it's very clever or original. But that's why guys need to <laughs> check out the other guys on there to see what everyone that's else is doing. That's why we're having this conversation because sometimes yeah. you just don't realize that people think they're being cute and clever and it's like, no, actually I've already seen 25 profiles that said that. So Yeah, you're just being cringeworthy. You're wrong. Yeah. The other big thing is like saying that your interests are watching netflix like yep. that's not an interest that's just uh something that literally everyone does i like uh, taco even if, whiskey yeah. whiskey, <laughs> whiskey is also taco like why tacos and whiskey you, you are just showing your whiteness right now when you say <laughs> that <laughs> like that's such a white dude thing to say i like tacos yeah. and whiskey <laughs> 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 God, I'm going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> so judgmental. Well, the, you know uh, what? If your personality is that you like Netflix, then I don't want to know you. Sorry. You don't sound interesting. Yeah, that's the thing is it's like I would get mad sometimes because there would be there would be someone whose profile I came across and they would be like attractive, but then they'd have a boring profile and I'd be like, no, <laughs> I can't. I cannot match with you like i'm sorry <laughs> it's just not gonna work i like pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are we in fifth grade like what? of course you like pizza you're a human being that's not an about me fact yeah <laughs> I, I mean and i don't i get it because it's like difficult to write these things and i feel like a lot of people write bad profiles because they don't care um 
Well, then why are uh, they there? I don't know. But what I've heard with, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but on the, you know, the forums and stuff talking about dating, people are like, yeah, a lot of women just go on there for a laugh and they're not really looking for anything. So I don't know if it's the same with guys or if that's not even true. And I'm sure it is. I mean, judging by how terrible some of the pictures are and like all the profiles where there is no photo. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And then not even, there's a whole other group of, I don't know how much you see this, but on my end, there's a lot of couples looking for a third. And there's a lot I of. Saw, I saw that on OkCupid, okay yeah. Yeah. Or it's like so many dudes that are like ethically non monogamous. I'm married, blah, blah, blah. And like, I get that that works for some people, but I'm just like, I don't. There should be a way to more easily like that filter works. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. I I'm too old fashioned in that regard, I guess. Yeah. We're it's not like, we're not happily, in San Francisco. You're okay? happily married, but you're looking for not a that happily girlfriend. married. Like, I just don't get it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean I'm not that evolved, I guess. It works for some people and I don't judge, but I'll never understand. Yeah, I'm not sure I understand how that works either. And it seems like there it just seems like out of place. On well, a dating there site where a, most a separate one, like a separate yeah. app for for like yeah. threesomes, because one would think one would think so, <laughs> or for people who you know want to be polyamorous or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. What not to do? Don't do it, everybody. Just be cool. Basically, don't do a profile. <laughs> just basically, just don't, don't even get on an app. It's really not worth it. I don't. Don't leave I your can't house. Stress this enough. I think if you look at apps as an additional tool to meet people, then it's all right. But if you put all your expectations that this is going to solve my life, well, I think uh, you just need to go on one date to be like, "Yep, this isn't this isn't going to be what I thought it was." So right, yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of just a, an extra option to supplement to see how your, many truly uh, boring people are. Out see, there. and that's the thing. It's <laughs> like, what does it take for someone to be not boring to you in your estimation? Well, I guess we'll go into the next part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I think it's partly an introvert thing, and I wonder what you think about it because for me. I know maybe I'm being picky, but I also know what I like and I know what a connection feels like. So I'm not going to waste my time with people that I know I'm not going to be into. Um, what was the question? I don't remember. <laughs> what makes someone not boring? Oh, people that are weird. But there's a, <laughs> like, you know, we were talking about people posting photos and showing their weirdness before before it's warranted because you don't know the person. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm an, I'm a, an artist and I like a certain artistic type of person and you can kind of tell when somebody has that vibe. Yeah. So I don't really know how else to explain it. Like I know when I see it and I don't see it very often on the apps because either they don't have problems meeting people in real life because they're cool or they're already partnered with somebody. So they're not on the apps. So yeah. Uh, that's uh... yeah. <laughs> Part of it for me is like I was like not sure what I was really looking for, you know, or what I would like. Um, well, that's why I want to see your matches. I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like I have made a mind a mindset shift to just be more like 
I used to always think there was a lot more at stake, you know, and so I would like try to make sure like, oh my gosh, could this, could I marry this person? Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to really pre-screen, like, it, could this, could this work long term yeah. rather than just being like, I'm just meeting someone like it doesn't really matter. And like, I I'm not, too. I mean, but, but then yeah. I went on enough dates with people that I was outside of my preference that I was like, I know I'm not like, it confirmed your preference. I have a pretty, yeah, I have a pretty good idea of the type of person that I like. And yeah, it's, it was good to go out with people that I wouldn't normally go out with, but I was right. We're not into each other because you're not a, yeah. you're not a little artsy boy. So I'm not into you. I can't help it. Yeah. Cause for me, I don't, I don't always like know what all the preferences are. And then there are certain ones like I think I have, but it could be anything really, <laughs> which is to say like, yeah. So because I've been surprised by going out with people that I thought would be a hit, but then it wasn't, I mean, not, I've never actually really been on a terrible date, but I've been on dates where it's like, I just wasn't feeling that very much. And then other ones where I was, I didn't think much of it going into it. And then I was like, oh, everything went better than expected. So yeah, um, that's only happened to me once. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the time was either terrible or just dead inside. <laughs> Nothing nothing no feeling i just yeah. don't um so yeah i guess <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i guess no one is good enough for me and dating apps are not the solution for maria <laughs> i'm glad that heavy, we've come to that thigh. conclusion <laughs> yeah i mean i think there's there's definitely a lot of factors that go into it if a dating app will work for you because it's like i think a lot of it is location like there are probably different cities where you might find more of that type of guy uh, and i think it also just has to do with personality your own personality like if if you have the i don't know i don't even not even sure what it is like because i get like if you have the the stamina to go through the dating app because it takes a lot of God. Sometimes as it's stupid so as it sounds, it's like a chore. Yeah, it's you very yeah, it. and it takes a lot of effort to go through it. You have to like say it almost like a part time job. I'm gonna yeah, if you're go not through on this app that, for an hour today, so depressing, so depressing because yeah. you're like, well, it's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Everyone's the worst. No one's good, and it's just like homework that you don't want to do. Everyone's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's something that I wanted to touch on is it's it's just interesting to me because like like I said earlier, all of my past dating experiences have been internet based because yeah. I and I don't know if this is an introvert thing, but I've never met someone in real life where we hit it off and like, you know, we start going out. It's always been we met online and we talked and I got to know this person and then I became attracted to them. It's never been an instantaneous in-person thing. Yeah. And I wonder if that's an introvert thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that it's necessarily like the not feeling the spark is, but I think just because introverts don't put themselves out into the world as often as an extrovert, it it is an introvert thing in that sense, you know. Yeah. You just have a you have a smaller sample size to pull from. I guess. And if you're a crazy extrovert, you would have met 
maybe a lot more people. Right. And that's something else I wanted to talk about is I'm sure you know people where they break up with their current partner and then they're like with a new person in two weeks. And you're like, what? How are you yeah. meeting these people? What? How are you? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. That's just not. Yeah. Like, are extroverts just better at connecting with people? Are they more, are they more open to people's personalities? Are they less picky? What is it? Because I have friends that just go from boyfriend to boy, like no shame. But I'm just yeah. like, I can't meet someone that I like for four years at a time. How are you just meeting someone after you broke up with your last person like a month ago? Are right. you like, <laughs> what are you doing that I'm not doing? Do you just have like more tolerance for people? I don't understand. I think maybe it, that it, that's sort of what it is. I think extroverts are more outwardly focused. And so they kind of have to go like that it's, in a it's way. That they're more, I mean, I guess you're just open to more things, but I'm just so particular about what I like and the type of person that I connect to that I can try, but it's not going to work because if I'm not into you, I'm not into you. There's no, yeah, well, because there's an nothing introvert, I can do about that. Yeah, an <laughs> introvert is more inwardly focused. So, yeah. So that it's, would make sense that it's like much more difficult to, yeah. I definitely start over again. People at times, it's like I wish it was that easy for me. Yeah, yeah. Extroverts definitely have an advantage because they don't mind running around and just battering people over the head. To uh, yeah, you know, but it's not not even that. It's just like maybe they're just more open to to like seeing the good in people and seeing how you can complement each other, and Mm -hmm. they're able to have like a wider range of partners, and that's why they're they're like more likely to jump from relationship to relationship because they don't have like a specific type that they're interested in. They're more just like, I like you and I like you and you're different and you're different and whatever. But yeah. or And it could also be like getting, uh, you know, getting bored easily kind of thing. Well, no, I'm talking about people that go from like two year relationships, like long term, not just like, I'm seeing this guy like it's like okay we're together now we're moving in next month like serious yeah and I don't I don't understand tell me your secrets but also I like living alone so I don't really know if I care about that yeah I think that's another thing is like (laughs) if you yeah I mean for me living alone is uh the best but have you ever worried about slipping and falling in the shower and just being dead for three days i mean i got stuck in my bathroom once because the door was warped but thank god a friend was here so these are thoughts that crossed my mind that was a close call <laughs> it's you have to like think about these things it could happen <laughs> so we've got a few interesting and awkward stories here about running into uh these people on the apps in real life because they do exist in real life, believe it or not. They're, They're not real. just pictures. They're real people with full and complex lives. <laughs> Are they complex? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I live, I live, I've already said, I live in Chicago. It's a big city, but I still see the same people all the time and not even in my neighborhood, like across town. It's so bizarre. Yeah. There's this one guy that I see on the apps 
all the time. And he sticks out to me because his facial features are very similar to a girl I know. So every time I see him, I'm just like, this is weird. And I was driving one day and I saw him crossing the street. Like, what? There he was just walking. I think I saw him another time too, actually. So he probably lives in my neighborhood. But I've seen guys at coffee shops when I'm like working at a coffee shop. I'm like, that's a Tinder guy. I've seen you before. Like, I know that they recognize me too, because I'm sure that they've come across me too. Yeah. So it's just like an awkward thing. It's like, well, we've never matched. So clearly one of us, either none of us, neither of us swiped or one of us did and one of us didn't. And whoever did swipe knows that (laughs) it's just awkward for them. And I'm just like, yeah, I know who you are. I've seen you before. And it's just a weird time. But yeah. yeah, especially when it's across town because Chicago's huge. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a small little world. It's like this, you know, like people that you've seen on the internet, it's just like a weird thing when you see yeah. them in, in real life. Right. And especially when you know that they're, I don't know, on the apps. It's just strange. And then you just pretend like you've never seen them before, but you both know that you've seen each other before. So <laughs> you just kind of yeah. ignore each other and like, mm, I saw, I see you like peeking out of the corner of your eye. I know you recognize me and I recognize you. But we're not going to say anything because that would be weird. What's interesting is, I don't know how many other apps do this, but like Match will do a thing where supposedly if you turn the feature on, it will kind of like match you up with people and say, hey, you were both at this place or near the same spot at this time, yeah. or you both go to this restaurant or whatever. So it's almost that like they're trying weird. to fac- facilitate those kind of things. They're trying to set up a meet cute. <laughs> you know, I've yeah. never I've never run into anyone from the apps or seen anyone that I... Well, we never acknowledge each other, but I yeah. see them and I'm like, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've seen you for years, just popping up every once in a while. Yeah, and are these have these some of these people been people you've gone on dates with, or just? Um, well, that's like a different category, really, because yeah, that has that has also happened to me. Um, one time I was when I used to work at an office job downtown. I my commute to work was like twenty five minutes. And it was one of those lucky days when I got an actual seat on the train and Mm -hmm. not until the stop before mine, I looked up and saw that the dude that had been standing over me the entire time was this guy that I went out on a couple dates with. And I was like, did he know that that was me? (laughs) Did, did he just not, I mean, I guess he would have moved away if he realized it was me because we went on a few dates and the last day. (laughs) last date we went on we were like waiting for a cab and he just like stuck his tongue down my throat and I was like "Uh!" (laughs) I wasn't expecting that and then it was like an awkward cab ride home and then we never talked again so I feel like if he knew it was me on the train he probably would have moved (laughs) but when I looked up I was like oh that's uh that was weird or or maybe he was waiting for uh (laughs) He was waiting for you to notice him. He's like, why does she recognize me? I was sitting down like he was standing over me. He had the power move so that I'm not at all here. (laughs) Most recently, not the last date I went on, but the date before was before Christmas and we met up for coffee and... I thought I went pretty well, and he's like, yeah, we'll hang out after Christmas. And it was one of those things where I was like, I mean, if we do, that's fine, but if we don't, I'm not going to cry about it. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> Did you say that? So then, like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why I'm single. You know, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna cry about it if we don't. <laughs> but I was like, okay, whatever. And so then I didn't hear from him. And then in the middle of January, he texted me. He's like, sorry, I've been really sick. I promise we'll hang out soon. And I was like, okay, fine, cool. And then last, was it last weekend? I went to my friend's engagement party at like, there's this thing that they do here. It's called Windy City Soul. And it's it's like everyone mm-hmm. goes to this bar and they dance to like soul music and interesting I swear I swear to God it was him I'm like 98% sure he was there and he was like ordering a drink at the bar with this girl and he had his hands all over her and I like looked at him and I'm like that's you isn't it and I don't know if he <laughs> I don't know if he saw me but I was like why didn't you just tell me that you weren't into it I don't care like you could have yeah. Why, like, this whole charade of, like, I've been sick, blah, blah, blah. Why? I don't even, like, you're I've not I've been sick in my love with feeling. this other girl. <laughs> you, there was no reason. I don't get why either he could have just never talked to me again and I wouldn't have cared. Or he could have been like, hey, I know we said we'd go out, but I actually met someone. Like, that's all you have to say. I don't understand yeah (laughs) so that was fun and I tried looking for him for the rest of the night to see if it was actually him but I never saw him again so I'm guessing he saw me and got out of there because he was like oh this would be awkward so we need to go so I guess I'll never I'll never know for sure but those sort of situations happen you know I don't I like I never go out either and this was in a neighborhood across town, so it was extra That's weird. That's what's so weird. It makes me wonder either, like, if you are hallucinating some of these things or if these th- things happen to me and I just don't see them. Like, I just am so... What, seeing ex-dates bl- with other people? No, just running into anyone from any of these things. Uh, well, when you're on the apps enough, you see the same people enough times where they're burned into your memory. So when you yeah. see them in public, you're like... I know who you are because I've seen you 38 times. Hello, in my Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. How's it's your like, grandma? Okay, well, <laughs> she's doing well, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this one time I was coming home from my friend's house way across town and I saw this dude. And the reason I knew it was him is because he drove a really distinct car. And I was like in a cab home and I saw him in his weird car at stopped at the same light across town. And he was with another girl. (laughs) I was like, what is this life? How is this happening right now? Like, what are the chances? Because we live really close to each other. And we were both just at the same intersection on the other side of the city. And I knew it was him. Like, why? Why is it so small? Stop following me. That. So the horror <laughs> stories, are we ready to go to those? Like, I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm champing at the bit uh, to hear some of these. Well. What have you got to share with us? I'll tell the gist of it, the yeah, funny yeah. part of it, the part that I can look back and laugh on. So <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I still have PTSD. Over, We'll get into it. So, yeah. so I went out. So, like, we were talking about certain types that we're attracted to and whatever. And there was this one guy that I was like, he's not really my type, but he he was cool. Like, he had a bunch of tattoos and he seemed, you know, like, funny and whatever. So, I'm like, 
I'll give it a I'll give it a shot. His bio was, was like something ridiculous and funny. So I was like, okay. So we met, we got tacos, of course, because everyone right. on date, dating everyone apps, that's what they love. And I'm pretty sure it was another one of those late night, like, can you meet me at 10? Cool. That's when I get off work. And I'm like, I guess so. So I met him. Yeah. And so it was fine. Like he, he was funny and whatever. Um, Humor is important to me. So that was a plus. But so at the end of the date, I went to use the restroom. And when I came back to our table, there was somebody else sitting there. And I was like, what? And so I was, so I just like went outside and he was outside and he was laughing and I'm like, what? And then I looked at my phone and he had texted me like, sorry, I had to go. I had a, I had a good time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you were playing a prank on me. (laughs) You were pretending to, you were pretending to ditch me and you thought it was funny, but then I didn't get the joke because I don't go to the bathroom and get on my phone immediately. So it was just weird. And so it was supposed to be a prank. He wasn't just <laughs> yeah. caught trying to actually leave. Yeah, and try he to thought play it, it would off. be funny to pretend that he had to leave. And I was like, okay, that's really stupid. So a bunch of stuff other happened that I'm not going to get into. But basically, he didn't contact me again for nine days. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry I've been gone. I effed up my hand, but we should go out again. And I was like, oh, man, what did you do? I thought he, like, you know, crushed it, it. Yeah, got it caught in the mill where he works. No, he had a hangnail. Frankie had a hangnail. Oh, that was how he messed up his hand? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, mm, I don't even know what to say to this. I couldn't text you for nine days because I had a really bad hangnail. <laughs> Like, did he think I was going to be like, oh, my God, are you okay? How have you been functioning for the past week with this hangnail? Your life is so hard. <laughs> I I just, I thought it was a ridiculously hilarious excuse. And then, actually, this just reminds me, he texted me again, like, three months later, and he was like, oh, I just came across you on the apps again, and I just thought to myself... I'd like to see her again. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't... <laughs> okay, thanks. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That's so bizarre, the prank. Like, that's just... Yeah. Like, I've I've joked around, like, when someone says something that... Like, if they say, for example, they like some music I don't like, then I'll be like, well, it was nice, and act like I'm getting up, but that's it. Like, you know... Yeah, that's not... That's not even like pretending to leave while you're in the the bathroom. (laughs) It's like bizarre. I had to to go. Yeah. And I didn't even get the joke because I wasn't on my phone in the bathroom. So you learned a valuable lesson. I did. Always be on the phone in the bathroom. I mean, I guess most people probably do do that, but I was. Yeah. Which is not. The one time that I didn't scroll on the the one time you. I'm guessing you don't have any similar stories. You know, to be honest with you, I've never had a bad, like an awful bad date. I've had wow. dates that were just kind of like, uh, but I've never met up with someone who was a creep. I mean, the worst thing that's happened is I did the phone call before first date once and I mean, before even setting up anything. And this girl like went on and on and like never asked any questions. Like I just asked the questions and I would 
pause a long time to see if she would ever ask me anything. <laughs> she never did. She just kept like complaining and it was like That kind of sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's a little di- it's a little different when it's like this is my introduction to somebody ostensibly, you know, yeah. to set up a date and I was like, "Well, it's nice to talk to you." Goodbye. So did you did you go out? No. Uh <laughs> Well, yeah, that's something so. that I find interesting. I well, okay. So you posted a video today. Today's Friday, and your your video today was about sixteen personalities flirting. Uh huh. And the INFP one. At first, I was like, "No, that's not me." And then the more I thought about it, I was like, "Yeah, it is." Which <laughs> like, one? The the INFP. Oversharing, yeah, oversharing. Yeah. I have had out-of-body experiences watching myself on dates, seeing myself talk about like career and money problems in my relationship with my mom. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) This is too, but like, it's this weird thing where I almost overshare because I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to be vulnerable and maybe if I show that, then we'll connect. But that's, no, it's just oversharing and it's never actually worked. So I need to stop doing that. It's just something that I do and I can't help. (laughs) Because like, I'm just so sick of the small talk. I don't want to talk about like all the boring first date. It's like a job interview. So I'm just like, well, I'm just going to get right into it, I guess. Yeah, it can be difficult to get past that because there are some people like to me almost it's like the sign of a really good first date or any, you know, even second date is like, when it can transcend the that stuff and it doesn't feel forced, but it's also not like having to go way out on a limb to overshare. Or if there's well, oversharing, yeah. it's like reciprocated. Well, a good first date is when you don't talk about any of that stuff and you find it out like two weeks later because it just comes up in casual conversation. Like it's not an interview. Yeah. And that's, you know, most of my first dates are just like these boring interviews i just don't well yeah and the other thing is like i don't remember the answers like i'll be like so do you have any siblings and then it's like a week later i'm like i don't remember if you have siblings because it's not interesting and i don't care and you only care when you actually like the person and you like a person when you joke around about stupid stuff and you have like you know like a connection it takes, I mean, sometimes though it takes a little bit, like the first date sometimes can be boring and then you get that out of the way. Cause I think people are nervous on the first date and they don't always show their real selves until the second date. And uh, yeah, although sometimes yeah. it can go the reverse where people <laughs> show up really well on the first date and the second date, you're like, why, what happened? What happened yeah. to you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I even get nervous because at this point I'm just like, I don't go in from a very healthy uh, viewpoint of like, this could go well. I'm just like, this is probably going to be nothing. (laughs) So I just don't care. And then I overshare because I'm like, well, take it or leave it. And then I don't even care anymore, man. (laughs) I may leave it. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why. But yeah, I think chemistry is a thing and I know when it's there. So I'm not going to waste my time. And that's kind of the problem that I'm running into is like small talk out of the way. There's no chemistry, so there's no need for a second date. I already know there's no chemistry. If it hasn't happened, it's not going to happen. So that's the point. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that. But none of these guys have also ever talked to me again, so obviously they weren't into it either. So yeah, that's one of the problems. Yeah, that's what one of the problems with the apps is that you know it's like well, there's always all these other people and all that, uh, which is true, but it also. 
I think makes both parties more willing to walk away. And even if one person is like, ah, I wasn't feeling it, but I'll give it, you know, another date or two. The other person isn't, you know, likely to do that as well. The so, other person is dating someone else, and then you see them a week later at a dance club. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Oops. Ooh. That's the thing, though, about being introverted, though. I don't have that viewpoint. Like, I'm not like, oh, there will just be someone else because I know how hard it is to find even one match. So I'm not sitting here like, oh, if it doesn't work out with this dude, I'll just go out with the next one because the next one I'm probably not going to match with for like three months. So for in, <laughs> my, in my case, I don't necessarily have that experience. Like, because I'm so particular, I know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just different. It's just hard. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're, I feel like I forced myself to be less particular in order to uh, get over the uh, the feeling like there were no real matches out there, you know. But uh, sorry, while I was talking, Siri started to Siri never <laughs> works on my phone if I say "Hey Siri," but if I'm saying something else, it'll just randomly come up. Mm, Although get- one time I said, "Hey Siri." you're a piece of crap. And she picked me up. <laughs> she picked it up then. And she's like, I'm not going to respond to that. Ugh, so. How dare you? So rude. Yeah. But it's tough when you have to be like, what standards should I let go of? <laughs> you know, or lower or what is like a real deal breaker? And what am I being persnickety about? You know, and it's like chemistry is important. And how long do I let it develop? Because I feel like honestly, it's so manufactured, the whole dating through the apps thing, that it's really difficult to create if it's not there. Yeah, because there's so much pressure. Right. It's different if it's... Like, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas if you're like, you know, there's someone who goes to your yoga class every week or whatever. <laughs> He's really and, pushing that yoga class. Which... And you don't think much. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's change. It goes to your German <laughs> class every week. And... uh you don't think much of them, but you know, over time, because you're not expecting anything, then suddenly you're like, oh. Right, because you have a chance to like get to know their yeah. personality. Right, yeah. And I do have a specific physical type, but I've also been known to like people that aren't my type because I've gotten to know them and their personality makes them attractive. And that's that's like something about the apps that you miss out on because you don't have the opportunity for that. So. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. Well, it seems like the apps, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> need to focus. so well. I don't know. Yeah. seems like focusing off the app might be. Well, you know, like I said, I work from home, so I'm not really sure what my options are at this point. Get out the telescope, point it out your window, and start spying on some guys that you can approach. That sounds like the perfect plan. I'm going to get on that immediately. Yeah, because you got your window looks out onto the street, right? So Yeah, but... Mine looks out onto a courtyard, so I can only look at other people in my building, so... <laughs> I mean, it's a residential street. I'm not, like, downtown or anything. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we discovered stop, not a good idea. Stop giving me solutions, because they obviously haven't worked so far. Yeah. Now I'm just eavesdropping. People getting out of their cabs right now. Yeah, so my approach of late has just been to look at the apps more like just ways to meet people and not put so much pressure on it to be like i hope this uh, i hope this works out forever (laughs) you know yeah that's something that i want to point out really quick is 
in your uh, dating for introverts video, you were like, guys have to swipe for 300 photos and they get one match if they look like a Calvin Klein model and girls just get all these yeah. messages. That's not true. <laughs> at, all. <laughs> at least in my experience. Yeah. It's just as hard. Like there's, I mean, partly it's because I barely swipe at anyone, but also. Yeah, that will your, do it. Your logic is, has holes in it. It's not, that has not been my experience at all. I think maybe for people in their 20s, but people in their 30s, it's just a crapshoot for all involved, I think. Yeah, I mean, I was basing that more off of like just what I've read on forums and people talking about, you know, the women talking about being deluged by messages and men who like can't get a match ever. So, I mean, my experience has been much more like moderate where, you know, it's a bit of a work a bit of a grind to get matches but it's not like it doesn't feel impossible you know well so, that's the thing too so many people i match with i don't even really care i'm just like okay this guy isn't awful so if we do match and he i won't do anything and if he if he messages me i'll respond but otherwise i'm not gonna bother <laughs> yeah yeah when you're on the fence about someone you're kind of like eh. Let's see what he does. Like, you're going to make the effort. And if you're not, then neither of us are. So yeah, this, this is going to work out great for everyone. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> the people I've been most excited about are the people who don't match or message back. Yeah. Well, people that you're like, oh, this this is definitely going to be a match. And then you just never match. You're like, cool, cool, cool. Right. Yeah. It's all, you're like, this person, like, not even like. We're perfect for each other. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Nope. Well, don't get your hopes up. That's the number one lesson that you should be taking away from this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I think that's because I used to on the dating apps, get my hopes up all the time. And now I'm just like, well, it just, it's just takes, a, takes a certain amount of dates to be like, all right, yeah, this, is, this is, there's no point to this. <laughs> right. It's just a way to, uh, to meet people. Well, even that's too much effort I'm finding. It's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have a type then, huh? I think that I just like uh, women who are confident, independent, um, and maybe more on the extroverted side, but I don't really have anything beyond that. Hmm, interesting. You like the outgoing girls. So that Yeah, makes- <laughs> but I can get along with introverted people too. Like I, one of my ex-girlfriends... One of the many. <laughs> she, well, I mean, I've dated a few introverts. I've had dozens. But the dozens. But a, I had a very introverted ex, and we got along very well, so it didn't really matter. But I think it's just because you know, someone you inevitably take on different roles, like personality roles. So someone has to play the extrovert in a relationship, even if you're not that extroverted. And I just don't yeah. like doing that. So <laughs> I prefer finding someone who's more naturally extroverted. <laughs> Make them do all the work. Okay, yeah. I see. That's I mean, what I... my last relationship was, and I hated it. There you go. Why don't you pick the restaurant for once? Why do I have to do all the work? That's weird. I, God, I feel like guys in general should just be the one to do. Well, when you're in picking. a relationship for eight years. Oh yeah, the guy you just give you just give up at a certain Who point. Who planned all the trips? Who booked all the hotels? Who booked all the plane tickets? It was me. I had to do all of it. So maybe I'm bitter. I guess. Nah. <laughs> so will we die alone? 
Um, I'm pretty sure I will. <laughs> I've told you before, you know, now it's just a guessing game of which of my cats are going to eat my Which cat is going to get to you. Which of them is going to eat my face first when I slip in my bathtub, fall, <laughs> die. Well, you know, I think there's there's also something, you know, and I've been thinking about this for myself. There's something very romantic about being like married to your art and just that's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I got to give it all. I want somebody to scratch my back. I don't know. About I'm married you. to my YouTube channel. I got to give it all to the YouTube until it go- goes defunct in the next five years. I wish you well. Thanks. I need, I need the well wishes. <laughs> You marry your art and tell me how that goes when you're 65 and eating cereal for every meal because you're too depressed to do anything else. Let me know how that goes. As long as they still got the diet Canada dry. <laughs> any any parting thoughts for us? I'm nice and funny. <laughs> and, this is, it's just and just disre- disregard the past two hours where I was being a jerk because... I'm great. You had to get some stuff and off your chest. You should, you should date me. I'm, we were all on time. Yeah, this was like a PSA in some regards uh, to tell people what not to do in their dating profiles, and uh, right. I think we did some good for humanity. Well, yeah, but like I said, I think you're the big chunk of your audience are girls, so they're probably they make those all mistakes like sometimes too. Listening to me, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, that's correct." <laughs> True. Hashtag true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all you guys out there listening, start <laughs> lining up to uh, date Maria. She's hey. going to put this podcast uh, linked on her app, on her dating profiles. So <laughs> Two hours of me just destroying everyone and saying why they're awful. An opinionated I really, lady. I really don't get why I'm single, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I appreciated that you uh, had these stories to tell and that you you had these patterns that you have discovered in the the men's dating profile <laughs> profiles, men's dating profiles that you uh, shared with us. And uh, you know, I'm I'm here to help. Make sure that you all check out Maria's Instagram at Maria Filer and her YouTube channel and. Uh, your, is your website just mariafiler.com? Yeah. Sweet. If you if people want to hire her to draw. I do you merch. Know, I did Frank's he, merch. They, as he she said. She did my merch. And uh, merch. if you need a uh, good, uh, I'm trying to think of some joke, like you would design something <laughs> for someone to go on a date, but that doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> There she goes. Thank you, Maria, for being on the podcast. Check out all her stuff at Maria Filer. That's F-I-L-A-R on Instagram, MariaFiler.com. Have a great time in your quarantine. Maybe I'll get some more uh, more of these episodes out because I've got, you know, I got nothing to do. I'm quarantined. Till then, see you later.